Welcome to Responsibly Authentic, the podcast about digging into our emotions with biblical truth. Thank you for joining us. My name is Christine, and I am your host. I am a wife, mother, daughter, and friend. I have struggled with my emotions over the years, both controlling my emotions and taking responsibility for my emotions. I started to write my own Bible study to find out why my reactions were so intense, and now I want to share it with you. The format of our podcast will always be the same. We have a weekly emotion that we focus on, and a weekly reading taking us through the Bible in one year. The website is responsiblyauthentic.com. As well, our Instagram and Facebook can be found at the handle responsiblyauthentic. Sign up for a weekly newsletter on our mailing list to obtain an email with a post of the week and a midweek post for encouragement. See the show notes for the link. This is week number 25, which is published on Father's Day, June 20th, 2021. Our motion this week is shaken. This week we are reading through chapters 39 through 71 of Psalms. Again, that's Psalms 39 through 71. And the passage this week is Psalm 62, 6. To understand more about what shaken means, this is a verb meaning to tremble with emotion, to become dislodged and fall, to move something briskly, to agitate or disturb profoundly in feeling. To really appreciate the emotion better, we want to look at some similar words, which are flustered, upset, rattled, overcome, jolted, or shook up. Each week we will follow the same format. We start with a prayer. We will do an emotional deep dive and this is where I share something authentic about myself and get very vulnerable with you. From there we go into the study. Our homework to further grasp how this emotion influences our lives, followed by our final prayer. Father God, there have been times when I have felt shaken, when I think my entire life is crashing down around me, and I thought I would not get my footing. It is during these times when you are there to catch me. Let me examine these moments in your word, Lord. Amen. I want to share something with you that's very personal for me where I struggle with this emotion and sometimes this can be embarrassing as it robs me of a life that I enjoy or that I can say I'm proud of. March 23rd, 2017, a day I will never forget. My husband and his mother are in Puerto Rico celebrating her brother's 80th birthday. I'm in Georgia preparing for a week out of town at my company's annual trade show and the weekend prior with my sister, who I have not seen in two years. I'm expecting my husband and mother-in-law to come home the same night that I leave. All plans are in place. My phone rings and I can see it is my husband's aunt. I pick it up and say hi, thinking they must be having a wonderful time. Honey, David had a stroke. We're following the ambulance to the hospital now. I can't remember anything further in the conversation. I remember calling my oldest daughter who happened to be working in the office that day to tell her that David had a stroke and I need to go to Puerto Rico. I remember walking into my boss's office. He looked at me and said, what's wrong? I told him about the stroke. 
He said, go, go to Puerto Rico, we got this. I booked a one-way ticket. I threw my computer and some files in a box and my daughter drove me home to pack. I then asked my 21-year-old daughter to take care of her 15 and 16-year-old siblings. She took me to the airport and away I went, totally unknowing, to find out what our new life would look like. I was shaken to say the least. So this is a time where I was completely shaken in my life. I'd like to provide an opportunity for you to pause the podcast so that you can think of your authentic truth, a time when you were shaken. When you're ready, press press play again. Welcome back. We're going to dive into the study. At some point during the week, please do read the chapters. Reading the chapters will give you a better foundation of what the study's about. We'll examine the study to see what God says and what the Bible says about this behavior or emotion. What do we need to do to correct it? Or sometimes we need to find out what's really under that emotion. My prayers on the airplane were similar to that of David's in Psalms 55. Listen to my prayer, O God. Do not ignore my cry for help. Please listen and answer me, for I am overwhelmed by my troubles. My heart pounds in my chest. The fear of death assaults me. Fear and trembling overwhelm me, and I can't stop shaking. I remember making promises to God to be a better wife, to volunteer less, to stay home more, just to save David. When I got there, he was stable in ICU, not speaking. By the time the stroke was diagnosed and treated, three hours after the first sign, it was the size of a golf ball in the basal ganglia, but he was alive. Day three with very little progress and doctors who were very difficult to track down, my prayers shifted to more like Psalm 69. Save me, O God, for the floodwaters are up to my neck. Deeper and deeper I sank. The comfort in reading the Bible was the steadfast support that I needed. Yes, there was family who prayed for us and those who shared verses and hope, but my comfort came from my time alone with God, reading His words, comforting the others who have struggled and found God's promise and love on the other side of tragedy. Psalms 55 illustrates the hope and promise of God. See verses 16 and 17. God hears me. He hears me and comforts me. Through the tragedy, turning to God was what I needed to be strong and support my family in the moment. Not only my husband and kids, but also all of his siblings and cousins who sought constant updates. God led me to create a Facebook group to provide daily updates and speak with each other for solace. In Psalms 55:22, David tells us to give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall. And I didn't. I could be strong when I needed to, be still when I needed to, and break down uncontrollably when I needed to. God allowed me to be me, strong and weak, angry and hopeful, selfish and sharing. God allowed me to take in what was happening and be there for those who needed me. My husband is doing better. His stroke was debilitating and physically he will never be the same. But our family is closer, our marriage is stronger. We work better together. We let go of some of the self-destructive behaviors each of us had that threatened our marriage. Before the stroke, I was considering divorce. After I was shaken into relying on God again instead of depending on me, I started to make better decisions. I began to realize that finding my value in others 
with my ridiculous volunteering schedule meant I was neglecting my God and my family. The stroke gave me a new power, the power of saying no. I was shaken, we all were, no one as much as my husband, and being shaken was a good thing for our family, as it got us back on track and right with God. At this time, I'm going to allow for a pause. After you pause the podcast, this is your chance to take any notes from what you've heard. When you're ready, press play again. Welcome back. We always want to do a bit of homework to figure out where this feeling or this emotion is coming from. Your homework this week is to shake it up a little bit. Look at your schedule. Where could your schedule use some shaking? What do you need to say no to in order to say yes to God? My prayer is that no family see tragedy. But if they do, after the pain, may the blessings abound on the other side. If you have a tragedy and find it challenging to live fully in the pain, Seek someone to talk to, a professional therapist, a friend, a family member. You will never find joy in the tragedy itself, but on the other side, God has blessings for you. It could be a new passion to pursue, attacking the event that shook you, a race for a cure, a renewed sense of what's essential, or a new love for God. I'd like to say one thing before we go into our final prayer. I'm not a counselor or therapist and I'm not licensed in any way. I'm simply someone who discovered that my emotions were taking over and taking control of my life. If you need to reach out to someone, please reach out to a therapist or counselor who can help you or guide you. We are not in this alone. You can also reach out to me at any time at contact at responsiblyauthentic.com or on our website. You are not alone in this, you are enough, and you are at the right place at the right time to be learning the lessons that you're learning today. This life is not easy. Just know that you have support. Father God, you know where life has shaken me. You let me learn and see the blessings you have for me in the tragedy. Give me the strength to seek help when I need it. You have told me that I'm not alone, and in you there is salvation and grace. Thank you for hearing me and listening to my needs. Amen. Please help us reach more women by subscribing and rating our podcast. We appreciate your five-star ratings. Goodbye, everyone. I look forward to talking with you next week.